Every business has problems at different levels. Whether you're trying to create, market, or scale your business, we're gonna show you how to overcome the blockers you're dealing with coming up next. Do you wanna create, market, or scale your online fitness business? My name's Sean Garner, and here we give real fit pros the tips, tools, and strategies they need to succeed online. Welcome to the EntreFit Podcast. What is up, guys, and welcome back to the EntreFit Podcast. If this is your first time listening, hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We are all about helping the real fit pros to succeed online. Now, today what I want to share with you is kind of, you hear that tagline every episode when we we open up, create, market, or scale uh, your online fitness business. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what that means because for me, that represents different stages of where you're at in your business. But more importantly, with those three stages, I see three common issues and blockers. And I want to give you three tips to kind of overcome those different blockers. So if you guys have been listening to me, anything that I do at all, listen to, watch the YouTube videos, listen to some of these podcast episodes, you realize I have a framework for everything that I do. I'm a big believer on systems and processes. I don't make decisions based upon emotion or personal preference. I use data to drive everything. That being said, my framework for a successful fitness business is three steps. Community, offer, systems. You guys have heard me preach this before. Um, So number one, you have to uh, build a community. You do that through content. I'm um, with your in-person business. You build your community by showing up. It's how you create your culture. It's how you do everything. Um, you got to have this community. Once you have that community, well, then you put an offer in front of them. That's just the thing you sell them. It could be gym memberships. It could be personal training, group fitness, online personal training. It can be eBooks, whatever the thing is that you're selling. And then the third thing is you get systems uh, to support all those things. So you need sales process, you need community outreach, you need content strategies, you need client fulfillment. And you've got that three uh, simple framework, those three simple steps to build a successful business. I'm gonna let you guys know it in a secret right now. It doesn't matter what you sell. This applies to fitness. It, it, I, well, I guess I should say it does. This That framework will work on pretty much any service-based business uh, online and in person. The framework is a framework, guys. If it's a successful framework, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It just works. That being said, um, with the mission, if you will, of what EntreFit does is uh, we say that we help the real fitness professional to create, market, and scale their online fitness business. So breaking all that stuff down, to me, the real fitness professional, I've said this before, you're not the you know Instagram wannabe person, like you're a true fitness professional. This is your calling, fitness is your passion. This is what you wanna do for a career. However, like so many people in fitness, you just have struggled to really find out how to make it extremely successful for you financially. You're spending tons of hours in the gym um, or tons of hours even online with your business and you're looking for ways to scale it so you can finally earn the money that you're worth but more importantly just have your life back and have the time freedom um, that you're really looking for with that being said there's three areas of your business or these areas are also stages of business for me so i say create market and scale and i look at that as different levels of business so so let me explain so create 
somebody's looking to create something, it means to make from nothing. That means we don't have an existing online business. You've been a trainer for a long time and, and you're looking to add an additional revenue source. Maybe you're looking to do a hybrid model. Maybe you're even looking to go full in online. Well, we need to create something so we have something that we can market and then scale. So after you've created it, if, if you don't have anything, that's where you start. You need to create something because there's no point in worrying about uh, doing all the marketing materials and scaling something if you haven't even at least first created it. So if you've already created, if you haven't done that, you got to create the business. If you've already created your online business, well, the next problem or blocker or a phase of business, I should say, that I see people go into is how do you market the thing, right? I've, I've created this online training thing, man. I'm an awesome trainer. I started doing things online. I got a couple of clients, but man, I'm not really getting any more leads anymore. How do I market this thing? Um, that, that's the second phase. And it's also the second thing that we work with clients, that, the second goal that they're trying to achieve. So they've got something or they need something, we create it. They've got something, we market it. The third one is I think people rush to this step because it's like a buzzwordy thing, but they don't actually understand what it means or what it's going to entail. And the third one is scale. To me, scale does not mean grow. Scale to me means grow exponentially. So you can grow something without scaling it, right? If I, um, let's just do, um, let's just use, because we, we all understand this, a, a personal training business with in-person sessions. I can grow my personal training business by just taking on more clients um, per hour, right? So if, if I'm doing, uh, 50, let's say 40 sessions a week, I can grow my business by adding another 10 sessions, but that's also another 10 hours of my work. Yes, my business grew, but it didn't scale because I'm going to hit a cap. To me, scale would be getting an exponential return of investment of time or money. Uh, so for example, how I would scale a business for personal training is finding ways to make additional revenue that don't require me to spend more time. Um, that's what I mean by scale. So when it comes to online, right, let, let's say you've got a business, you've created it and, and you found out a marketing system that works for you. And so you have a decent business. Well, the third thing is you have to scale it. How do you get to where you are not the blocker for your own business? Um, to me, this is the fun part because this is where you've got proof of concept. You know, people actually know, like, and trust you and they want to buy your product. But man, how do we really just light the fire to this thing and truly scale something? And this is a fun, fun step, honestly, to work on it from a, from a business coach's perspective because we've got things that we know work. And uh, it's just finding ways to develop processes and systems around that. So with each one of those different phases of business and the things that we help people do, I see issues and blockers that's holding fit pros back from finding success. So what I wanted to do is, is with each one of those, I wanted to share you the main blocker and issue that I see and what you can do to overcome it, no matter where you're at in your business. Because I will tell you this, business and entrepreneurship never gets easy. This is all a sliding scale. You're always going to be coming across and coming against roadblocks. They're just at different levels. Everybody is dealing from, from working with um, brand new startups to multi-million dollar fitness businesses. I can tell you this, everybody is dealing with the same or similar problems, just scaled up at different levels, right? So the brand new creator starting out trying to figure out how to get their first five clients online is no different, at least in my mind, from the creator or 
or the online fitness business that's, you know, doing $1 million a year in revenue and they're looking to how they can take it to $3 million and scale that with the resources that they have. There's still, there's still an issue that they have or a blocker holding them back. So here we go. So the very first thing that, that we talked about, so depending on where you're at with your fitness business, let's say you're just starting. Number one, creating your online fitness business. The biggest issue I see with this is the curse of perfectionism. They, it, it is the people that they're like, oh, well, I, I've got this thing I've been working on for a long time. I've got this website coming out. I've got this world-class training system that I really want to find a way to, to launch and put it online. And it's one of those things that the big issue and blocker I see is people not wanting to put anything out until it's absolutely perfect. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak with some tough love here right now, guys, but most likely if you are still considering doing online training or you've had something you've been working on a long time and you just haven't done it, you need to uh, punch fear in the face, if you will. You need to stop making excuses for yourself. Done is better than perfect and you need to take action and just put it out there because if you haven't done anything yet, most likely, I, you, there's always an exception to the rule, but that probably means you don't have a very large social media following or distribution. Because if you did, by this point, you would have already monetized it. So the fact that you're waiting for it to be done and perfect, guess what? You don't have a big enough distribution where that many people are going to even see it anyway. So don't worry about trying to make it perfect, guys. You learn so much by going through the process of developing a community, creating an offer and building systems around it. Like you learn through that process. You are never going to get it done. I heard, I believe it was one of the original founders of LinkedIn said, if you wait until you are proud of the finer, final iteration of your product, you waited way too long to launch and go to market. You should be um, kind of experimenting as you go with a lot of this stuff because this is what separates for me online fitness businesses with all other online businesses that I've seen. You, at least for the people I work with, you guys already know what you're doing. You have proof of concept. You've gotten results for people before. If you're a real fitness professional, you've trained somebody in person, you've gotten them results, they came to you with a goal, you helped them achieve that goal. Hey, proof of concept, you got it. The only thing that you're trying to figure out now how to do is how to grow that community online and get those same results to transfer in an online platform. You're a coach, you're selling coaching. You don't have to make it perfect. You're already getting results for people. Don't worry about your logo. Don't worry about the colors of the website and stuff like that because it does not matter, especially when you're starting out. Guys, whenever you're making, you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year, then we can be fine tuning like um, font sizes and, and how the website flows and stuff like that. But until then, you're not going to be getting enough traffic to your website. Your distribution is not big enough where it doesn't even matter. The only person that's stopping you and holding you back from creating this thing is yourself. So just... Do it. If you are waiting for somebody to be like, man, I wonder if I, I wonder, Sean, if I should do online training. Like, I'm just thinking about it. Yes, you absolutely should, guys. <laughs> the, the perfect time to do uh, online training was a couple of years ago. The next best time is right now. So get started. Stop making excuses and just put something out there, guys. Please. It is time. Like, I, 
I, this is my my passion, my call to arms, if you will. Guys, if the real fit pros don't start stepping up and putting themselves out there and get over their ego and get over their fear, you're going to lose this industry because there is people with less experience out there that are winning online solely for the fact that they're willing to put themselves out there and uh, share their content, share their story, and put an offer out there and see if somebody buys it. Because like, oh, well, Sean, what a... What if I put it out there and nobody buys it? They might not buy it, but you don't know unless you take action because you know you're good at what you do. If you're truly called about it and you're passionate about it, man, I very much believe that you're going to adapt. You're going to pivot. You're going to find ways to serve the people that you're called to serve online and you're going to make it happen. So I got to take a drink. Oh, do you guys drink iced tea where you're from in Oklahoma? I'm a, I'm a country boy from Oklahoma and everything is iced tea. Sorry for, for preaching there. That's just step one. Okay, <clears throat> so let's say you, uh, you've you already got some. So that's step one. You didn't have anything. You need to create it. The biggest blocker is you're trying to wait till it's perfect or you've got everything figured out. Done is better than perfect. You're a trainer. You know how to train people. Put an offer out there online saying, I'm looking to add some clients to my online training business. I'm just now launching it. Most likely, you're going to be starting with people that already know you uh, or that are uh, current or past clients or friends or family members. Start with them, guys. Get them in. Start training them online so you at least have some idea of how this whole thing is going to work. Number two, let's say you have an existing business and you're looking for ways to market or, or legion and bringing um, a better content strategy to really try to scale the marketing efforts and, and grow the business that way. The big issue that I see with cre- uh, fit professionals stuck in the uh, marketing hole and, and needing help with marketing is they have no data. What they do is they are in a similar mindset trap from the first stage of people of everything having to be perfect to where they're making all the decisions for their marketing based upon personal preference and emotion and just doing, well, this feels right. Or I really like this. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I like this platform. So this is where I'm going to spend my time. Oh, I like it when my content looks like this. So that's what I'm going to do. I like it when the copy says this and it's all based upon your personal preference and emotions and your opinion and what feels right and not off data. Yes, it's your business. Yes, you should be proud of it. But guess what? If you're not using data to help yourself make decisions, you're just guessing. And I'm a big believer on let's use what the market's telling us. At the end of the day, even though it's your business, this is the service industry. And there's a group of people that you are called to serve. So whenever you're doing that with your marketing, you need to make sure you're on the platform Um, or the places that they are. You need to be saying the words that attract them and adding value and solving their biggest problem for them. So one of the big things that I can see um, to help fit pros in this area that are stuck is setting up some type of tracking metric, whether that be a simple spreadsheet where you're tracking performance of everything, digging into the analytics of your social to actually truly link Not just what gets popular on social media, but how that correlates to incoming leads, which correlates to sales. Because there's so many different factors. It's not just, oh, I need to do this to grow on social media and my business will grow. Because the things that you can do to grow on social media are not necessarily the same things that you do to grow a business. The perfect world is you find the balance of the two. You find out what you need to do to grow on social and what translates to qualified good leads and customers that are coming into your business. Um, 
Um, but I see too many people, whenever they go on this, they do maybe start looking at data and analytics, but they're just looking at social media performance metrics and not how that actually carries over into lead generation and dollars to their business. Guys, I'll be honest. I could care less how many followers, likes, comments I get on social media posts. I 100% care how many leads came in, how many clients does that turn into me? So that is more people that I, I know who I'm called to serve. And the more of those people that I get to help, the better I am. And I feel about what I'm doing. I'm not doing this for likes and followers, guys. I'm doing this to help somebody, a group of people that I feel called to serve, the real fit pros, not for the likes or the followers. So when we're doing that, that's what we need to do. Um, the second thing with this, as far as data that we need to look at is we need to be split testing things. So, um, a split test is simply running a campaign or a marketing, uh, piece of content and then changing one thing about it and then seeing how the performance differs. So that could be, um, taking the same post or style of post and doing it on a different day of the week, changing the font on it, putting the call to action at the top of the copy versus the bottom of the copy. And whenever you're split testing guys, you don't want to make a bunch of changes because you're, you're not testing the same thing against the same thing. You want to just split test one thing at a time. Um, if this is really easy to do on like email marketing headlines, headlines for websites, um, text messages and stuff like that. It's a little bit more nuanced on social media posts, but the point is guys, whenever you're struggling with marketing, most likely it's because whenever I ask people what they do for a content strategy, it's, oh, well, whatever I feel is on brand or, you know, just kind of how, I, whatever mood I'm in, that's kind of what I'm posting. Like Whenever this is your business, guys, it's no longer social media, it's business media. So you need to treat it as a business platform. Your uh, social media platforms, your website, that becomes part of your digital storefront. That is the equivalent to your brick and mortar location. You, you just don't put uh, your brick and mortar facility or your brick and mortar training studio or gym in a place that just kind of feels good to you, right? No, you, you look at traffic patterns. You, you just don't paint a color that just feels right. No guys, you do research. You look at comps, you look at other successful facilities, things that they have done. Um, and, and you do that. Uh, so, so that's a big thing that I've seen guys with, uh, fitness professionals with the marketing issue is, uh, not tracking anything making it make decisions based upon data guys. That's the big thing. So, so number three, so number one, creating, if you're stuck there, boom, punch fear in the face, done is better than perfect. Stop thinking, just get started Two, If you're struggling with the marketing, most likely it's because it is emotion based and it's not data driven decisions that you're making. You want to do that for your marketing. The third thing is scaling guys. The scaling, the big issue that is here and is the blocker is again, that thing between your ears, um, that head, you're just overwhelmed and you struggle. Um, I wouldn't say control freak, um, but maybe I would, you're, you're afraid of letting go. This thing is your baby. You've, uh, you know, you, you spent all this time and effort and everything you grinded possibly for years to finally get this thing. Cause you've been creating this thing for a long time. You finally figured out what marketing works for your business, but man, it still feels like it's the same struggles that you had with uh, your in-person business, maybe of just trading time for dollars. Like, man, I, I'm putting so much time into this thing. And I mean, yeah, it's making money, but just like, I just feel so overwhelmed. Well, the big issue with that is what I found with scaling is there's not any set 
processes or systems in place. So the very easiest way to get started with this is just start documenting and refining everything that you do. You need to learn how to actually lead and delegate things and start to build a team and systems around your business. Because by this point in your business, most people have been doing everything by themselves. Maybe they had a spouse or or a teammate helping them. But this is where when you get to this point, we need to really start looking at um, how to truly scale a business. So it's not you only get money for how many hours you put in, but you're able to exponentially get a return on your time. The very simple thing, guys, building out processes and systems, I'm not going to lie, is not sexy. I get it. It's not Instagrammable. I get it. Um, And it can be very overwhelming because you don't even know how to start. We've done podcast episodes before on how to start building out systems and processes, guys. The very basic thing to start doing is open up a Google Doc or a Word Doc or whatever you use, Notes app on your phone, and start documenting step-by-step any common repeatable practice that you do on a regular basis. So for example, let's start with something every trainer does, writing a program. Guys, you should have a system for writing a program so other trainers could come in behind you and they know exactly how trainer Sean writes a program, right? Like for me, for example, when I write a program, I uh, have certain steps that I need to do. So one, I need to get um, health Q&A from the uh, client. I need to get, know their goals, have some type of movement assess them because if I know um, medical history, I know what we're trying to do and I know how they move, well, then I have a pretty good idea of what program I can start working with. Remember, just like with the starting the business, done is better than perfect. We need to get the client moving and training and then we modify and refine, regress, progress the program over time. So then after that, I'm going to write them like a, a zero week or probably the first two weeks are going to be kind of like a, a zero week or a a foundation type of a program just so I can see how they move, how they respond to the training stimulus that I put on them. Then after that, we're going to have some type of coaching call, check-in, evaluation. I'm going to see, are they able to keep up with the workouts? Are they able to keep up with the stress? Are they able to keep up with the time domains? Whatever the the program is, then I'm going to write them another two-week program. Then after that, we'll probably do some type of monthly check-in process via whatever tool or medium I'm using for my workout delivery software. That is my framework very quickly of how I would possibly have a a system set up for program development. Same thing, you'd have something very similar to lead management. So what happens, first of all, what are all your lead sources? Well, then once those lead sources come to you, um, how do you qualify them? After you qualify them, what's the first step that you give to them as far as getting them on a call, getting them to uh, do a a trial week with you, come in, see the gym, whatever it is. Then after that, what's that follow-up process like to remind them possibly the day before, the day of the event? What's the follow-up process after they come in and experience the class, tried an online workout with you, or done a free trial, or done your sales call? All of this stuff needs to be documented, and and you just start typing out how you currently do it. Again, done is better than perfect, and you're not going to write the world's best lead management, sales system, client fulfillment, onboarding, all that stuff. You're not going to do it right the first time. But what's important is you start documenting how you do it now. And then the next one that you do, you follow that same checklist. You're like, oh, I forgot to add in this step or, oh, I did it this time. That didn't work. Let's make a little note there. And then that way, if you're doing that several times, maybe it worked on one client. um, But man, the, the last five I did this one, man, they're not, they're not able to understand how to sign into their app or something like that. So man, that's a step I need to adjust and refine all my processes. Eventually guys, after you get several clients going through, whether it be content creation, um, you find out what type of content you need to create to get clients. You find out what system works really 
really well so you can turn out programs really quick, what system works out really well for client fulfillment, for lead follow-up. You start building these systems, man. Then that becomes a solidified system in your business and you stick to it every single time. Reason being, guys, is the more systems you have in place, then that's where you can truly start to scale because you can start to delegate processes because you've proven this process works. Now you just have to teach somebody how to do that process in order for them to carry the torch for you so they can take some of these tasks for you. In essence, guys, here's another not so big secret. That's exactly what what I do. I, I have done all of those three things. Uh, I've created this system and this process that I found works for real fitness professionals. So they, you, can create market and scale your online fitness business. And we do that by helping you to create an awesome community. We cultivate this community. You create an irresistible, awesome offer, and then we build all the systems around this thing to help you scale and win online. So man, guys, hope this episode helps and adds value to you. Um, just please get started. Stop thinking about it and start taking action. Um, if this is something you've been thinking about doing for a long time, online training, you've been thinking too long. It's time to start doing it. I would love to talk to all the real fit pros out there. My number uh, for EntreFit is 833-445-1348. It's down in the description below. Guys, shoot a text, text fit pro to that number so I know who you are and just don't say, hey, like, I'm not going to know who that is. Um, say 833-445-1348. Text FITPRO to that number. That's not like a uh, like chatbot number or anything like that. That's the legit number. It's going to come right here to my phone. Um, call or text that number. Um, I would love the opportunity to, to work with you if you are a real fit pro that's looking to do this stuff. If you guys have any questions on this stuff. And man, honestly, you're just trying to navigate this world of online fitness. I know it can be crazy out there. Um, so we're trying to help the real fit pros win online. So if you are a real fit pro, love the opportunity to talk with you guys. And this episode adds value as always, man. Do me a huge favor. Share this with the real fit pros. We can help more people win and succeed online and take back the online fitness space, man. I love you guys. Hope you have an awesome day and we will talk to you soon.